Okay. Hello. Hi. My name's Maisie. I'm Tim. We're this is the marvelous Miss Maisie, and this week we're talking Venom, 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 Venom. venom, venom. Why did we watch this movie? Uh, we watch this movie because we have a little bit of a gap between uh, Marvel releases. She-Hulk is playing on Disney Plus right now, and it's not going to be done for another couple weeks. So why not and also dive into... our followers voted on this? Yes, I was like, let's do something adjacent. We can watch, we'll watch three movies. Uh, and I put threw up a poll on Instagram. We could either watch uh, the Sony-verse uh, movies, or we could watch Zack Snyder's three directed uh, DC films. And it was close. But no cigar. But no cigar, <laughs> where we do not have to watch the four-hour Snyder cut uh, ever again. Uh, and I and I wouldn't dare put that on you. And frankly, this is more relevant to our podcast because these movies are technically in the Canon. MCU. Yeah, they're technically I, in the MCU. I will say this harkens back to a lot of the earlier movies when um, when I told people we were watching, you know, the the Incredible Hulk or whatever, and there was like a collective like, ugh, bummer. You just got to get through that one. <laughs> so when I watched this and told some friends who like to watch Marvel movies, they were like, ugh, well, you know, good for you. It was like a charity <laughs> moment. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the winner, we're going to be watching Venom, uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius. Uh, significantly shorter runtime of stuff to watch than if we dove into Snyder. But amazing, Venom, uh, thoughts, expectations, uh, what the fuck did you think this was going to be? Okay, so uh, number one, I drank a lot of red wine watching yes, this movie. Some cabs off. You were texting. You were fully either. <laughs> it is a very good thing that those voice messages delete themselves <laughs> after two minutes because you were saying some shit. I played the bit. Um, <laughs> but so this, and I also realized that I get mixed up with Venom and Blade because I was like, wait, where's Wesley Snipes? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> were you like, genuinely supposed to involve vampires? But no. Nope very sorry uh no it's just tom hardy uh playing a spider-man villain in a universe without spider-man but he's still a good guy right sure yeah it's a it's a very loose adaptation of venom in the comics uh topher grace played venom in spider-man 3 uh Don't the toby mcguire trilogy in the toby mcguire movie we see venom venom uh, venom venom i'm gonna keep <laughs> saying it They've been trying to make this movie for a while. Like Sony has, Sony having the rights to Spider-Man and having the rights to all these Spider-Man characters, they've been wanting to push and make Venom for a long time. Yeah, are they just kind of like, ooh, we have the rights, we're gonna do this. It's really bizarre. And it and it shows in these movies yeah. uh, that we're gonna watch uh, that they have the right, they can't get, like they wanna be able to like mention Spider-Man and stuff like that. And they have the rights to Spider-Man, but because Spider-Man's in the MCU, they can't, I don't know. It's really, Venom is literally, he looks like Spider-Man. He yeah. has he has a spider design yeah. on his back. He's like, he's- Is like, he like the anti-Spider-Man? He's dark spider. He's like a dark yeah. version of Spider-Man. You know, if, if yes. there is for children, like Spider-Man is red and blue. And I was Venom talking to Charlie about this. Man. I was like, what's up with the Sony stuff? And he was like, well, yeah, all of those movies suck. But I really liked Into the Spider-Verse. And he was like, 
Well, that's different because it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. We see this, this is classic Lego Batman movie, enjoying that one much more than any of the other Batman movies. Yeah, this is a, this is clearly an attempt to like build something like a universe or something outside of the MCU, which as we know, has always worked and really, really every attempt at building a universe has knocked it out of a park. As we saw with Tom Cruise's The Mummy, uh, building off, uh, starting the monster, the Universal Monster Universe, which was promptly canceled after The Mummy. So, wait, so wait Tom Cruise is involved with The Mummy. Tom Cruise was in a in a reboot of The Mummy that was meant to kick off a monster verse with the Invisible Man, the Wolf Man, and uh, like Jekyll and Hyde and shit like that. And everyone was like, "Well, that's stupid." Are you kidding? That sounds like a great idea. It was supposed to be called the Dark Universe, and it was uh, promptly and swiftly canned. Like Russell Crowe was going to be in it. I think Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man. It's it had like a Vanity Fair photo shoot. Um, I have a question. Yes. Where do the Transformers? Where are they in all of this? Where are the Transformers? Are they? in a universe no this that's just a separate thing okay that'd be that'd be cool though (laughs) (laughs) optimus prime baby do you want to get into venom you want to talk about venom honestly i'd rather talk about the transformers but yeah okay no i'm here i'm on the wikipedia page let's get this done (laughs) uh venom uh was directed by reuben flesher uh it's got the guy who won american idol that's Ruben Stutter, I believe. <laughs> Ruben Flesher directed Zombieland, okay. uh, which 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 I quite like. Um, but this movie, uh, starring Tom Hardy, uh, I love Tom Hardy as as just like as an actor and as like an individual like ethos in this. There's so many just like interviews and articles and things. He, he was in a karate competition last week and that he won. He's randomly entered a martial arts tournament and he just, and he won. And, the, and, so and all the- random. And, and like the people who had to fight him were like, it was really hard to fight Bane. It was just <laughs> like, what yeah, okay. He's in, he's also in, is it The Dark Knight Rises? He was in The he's... Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah he, uh, he played that. That's kind of what- Pulled that out of my left the, butt cheek. Okay. Very good job. And, Thank you. And a lot of good stuff in your left butt And cheek. remember also when I texted you about Iron Man 3? I'm starting to yeah. pick up on this stuff. Yeah, she. Uh, it must be stated that uh, I mentioned like a regrowing limbs thing and uh, over text, and Maisie said, "Oh, they already did that in Iron Man 3. You're a part of it. You're Only took references. me 18 months. Uh, we also have supporting roles in this film from Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, uh, Riz Ahmed, uh, Scott Hayes, uh, Reed Scott. Uh, we've also got a Jenny Slate in a not comedic performance which is weird and terrifying yeah. and i don't like it at all uh we want to just hop into the plot yeah i also just want to know yeah. really quickly did people were people like hyped up on the release of venom like what was the what was set the stage for me it's 2018 we're eight years or we're 10 years out of the uh recession <laughs> i was i was fully expecting this movie to suck personally okay. i did mean you see I, it I think in theaters I did not see it in theaters. Okay. I, I didn't see it until it came out on uh, digital. Uh, but I I expected it to not be very good because it seemed like that kind of, oh, we have the rights to it. Let's just poop it out kind of movie. And the people involved, like the writer and the director, they're all right. You know, and I like mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, but it, I, don't know. I didn't hype. have hype for it. But it went gangbusters. It really was, 
I think it hit that like teen MTV credit. Like, yeah, it reminded me, it was a movie that I 1 million percent would have gone with every single one of my friends to see when I was 14 years old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's the vibe that I got uh, from it. And that's why I did not go and see it. Uh, and I think it's very much kind of like a 2006 feeling movie. Yeah. Like all of these Sonyverse movies feel like kind of an older school, charming, yeah, uh, admittedly I, charming uh, style of filmmaking that, and this know, was that, in, that we don't this really see. This is in see. 2018. That mm-hmm. was shocking to me because when I like would press pause or whatever, it would show 2018. And it really did feel like- it Feels like a 2008, yeah. 2009, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, Liz, you want to launch into it? Let's it was go. a it was a huge hit. It was like it very much surprised and surpassed expectations. It was a massive hit. Tell uh, that to I mean, literally like, everyone that said, "Ugh," when I told them I watched this movie. <laughs> I mean, a hit's a hit, man. Yeah. Location, uh, location, location. First Suicide Squad movie was a hit. Doesn't mean it wasn't the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Okay, we could have watched that. That could have been if the poll went elsewhere. Too little, too late, Tim. Let's go. All right, while exploring space for new habitable worlds, a probe belonging to the Bioengineering Corporation Life Foundation discovers a comet covered in symbiotic life forms. Uh, Well, you have to say it in the Marvel way if we're going to say it at all. Symbiotic life forms. Even though I hate that. Mm -hmm. This is is something that must be stated, and it's a part of, you know, uh, you know, medically possible kind of you. you... It's pronounced symbiotic, not symbiotic. (laughs) I felt so stupid watching this. It, I, re, I have a distinct memory of when the trailer came out, uh, Jenny Slate's character uh, said, symbiote, the symbiotes, and every dumb nerd, it, it, you know, and me included, I had only ever heard it as symbiote, you know, uh, that's how it's been said in live action for forever. Uh, she, it, people were like, what the fuck? She said it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so there's like, Marvel no. nerds and then there's science nerds duking it out over the pronunciation of symbiotic. Which it, there is there's one two kinds thing. of people in the world: symbiotes <laughs> and symbiotes. The movie with Jerry Seinfeld is okay. <laughs> the probe returns to Earth with four samples, but one escapes and causes the ship to crash in Malaysia. The Life Foundation recovers the other three and transports them to their research facility in San Francisco, where they discover that the symbiotes cannot survive without oxygen-breathing hosts, which often fatally reject the symbiosts. Premise, uh, a big evil corporation dealing with stuff out of their control. You know, basic. Yeah. Basic shit. Pretty much the the premise of a, a parasite or a virus. Yeah. Investigative journalist Eddie Brock reads about these human trials in a classified document in the possession of his fiance Anne Annie. Is she Anne or Annie? I thought I, it was Annie. I didn't rewatch this movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Annie, you're making me do all the work here. Yes, I am. Like, well, it, I'll watch it and you edit this. And podcast. Ter- I rewatched Morbius last week, okay. so I'm we're, <laughs> we're fully you're putting in, in your due diligence. I'm putting in my fucking time. All right, I gotta watch Morbius. Clock in for Morbius. Morbin time. An attorney preparing a lawsuit defense for the Life Foundation. Brock confronts Life Foundation CEO Carlton Drake about the trials leading to Brock and Wang losing their jobs. Consequently, Wang ends their relationship. So we got a investigate. I'm a reporter. He's, he's got kind of like a weird New York accent. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a, a little um, 
He's like, oh, bada bing, bada boom. I'm going to get the case. Like a, but he sounds like a baby Italian. Yeah. Like he doesn't sound like And you can also like tell a... that it's an accent. Like he has an accent in some oh. words that he says. It's great. Yeah. I'm a reporter. Like, yeah. that's, like that's a real, like he literally, that's a child talking. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a baby detective. I'm, a, I'm baby detective Eddie Block. I gotta, I gotta get the symbiotes out of here. Google Gaga. Google Gaga. I am. We are. We are Venom. Do you have any Cheerios? I'm hunky. I'm hunky. I want <laughs> brains. Okay. Uh, six so, months later. Wait, yeah, hold okay. on. I'm not ready. We need to talk about how he infiltrates her computer mm. and looks through all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then gets everyone in trouble and they break up. And it's like, honey, yeah, should he have not gone onto her computer? 100%. Definitely violates some kind of like confidentiality law. 100%. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to believe your significant other, your partner, if they are yeah. going to like crack the case on something that could like change the world. Like I, I was a little befuddled as to why it was like, it, it, it also feel like the future relationship that she had with the doctor was just like stupid and forced. So it would have been interesting if she maybe didn't break up with him and was on his side for this whole thing. It is a uh, definitely a little convoluted and, and it, it, it requires, uh, 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 what's her name? And Annie, I'm just going to call her Michelle Williams. Uh, okay. Michelle Williams, uh, reaction needs to be based in you know this to move the plot forward but it is yeah. just like you're being a little reasonable here like he's uncovering something pretty big yeah uh but yeah th that in that sense it does feel very 2008 you know yeah. it feels like oh well the woman doesn't believe you so now you gotta be a you know even bigger hero or yeah whatever it's a little <laughs> no, amazing. Okay. I like how we're complaining that these are made for children when we just made fart <laughs> noises for like 15 minutes. Six months later, Drake's symbiosis trials are closer to death. Okay. So one of his symbiotes dies due to carelessness. Uh, Brock is approached by Doris Girth, played by Jenny Slate. One of Drake's scientists who disagrees with his methods and wants to expose him. She helps Brock break into the research facility, search for evidence, and he learns that an acquaintance of his, a homeless woman named Maria, is one of the test subjects. Brock attempts to rescue Maria, but the symbiote possessing her transfers to his body without him realizing, leaving her dead. Scary. So, yeah. It's like pretty creepy and like yeah. pretty well you know put together it's yeah i don't know if you've ever seen fern gully it's a cartoon I, yeah i have seen the gully of fern yeah uh you know like the like the oily goop that like kind of symbolizes climate change that's mm -hmm. kind of what it reminded me of oh yeah it's it's gross this movie is <laughs> gross yeah yeah but there's In something really hot about venom and tom hardy <laughs> thank like we will get to talk to that about yeah. that because i like there is something inherently sexual yeah. about all of this that uh -huh. like is not present in the mcu the mcu yeah. has so there's many real, hot there's real sex appeal and you're just not getting that with because uh, it's gross because Tim Roth. Gross. You're, yeah, yeah <laughs> there's so many hot people in the mcu and it feels like none of them are fucking yeah you know but like here. But, but here Eddie Brock and Venom are having sex with each other every moment of well, this film well Venom and also Annie's venom yeah the you're gonna sit here right. and tell me you would whack off to it okay can you edit I'm that here part and out? telling you i did 
did. The only scene I rewatched. We yeah. doinks doinks. We donk doinks. Watch it. <laughs> Who are we? Anyways. Brock escapes and Suze begin begins displaying strange symptoms. I really want to compliment Tom Hardy on his acting performance in this movie and to 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 piggyback on us talking about how this movie is gross. It is gross in the dripping symbiote and the like the grotesque monsters that we see. But also, Tom Hardy is drenched in sweat and just like looks fucked up for so much of this movie. And I have and to say it, still hot. It's so hot. It's <laughs> still like, it's like I'm so watching. much. There's so much more sex appeal than like yeah. Captain America. Yeah, it's insanity. I, I, just like the oh god, it looks like he just he just like got fired and ran five miles home through a storm. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And then this is him after, just being yeah. like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yes, yes, more. Mm -hmm. We okay. are Venom. This is kind of how I feel about a character in the way that you feel about um, what's her face in Kate Blanchett. In, Kate Blanchett, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never gonna live that down, am I? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, no, remember I said that. I want to say that a, as the best man speech at your wedding. I said I was attracted to one person <laughs> in this entire time. Okay. He reaches out to Wang for help and her new boyfriend, Dr. Dan Lewis, uh, who is played uh, by Reed Scott. I like Reed Scott a lot. He was in Veep. Uh, in, oh, uh, okay. In, and here he is in this doing... Doctor stuff. Doing doctor stuff, playing I, a, I, I a did, technically a character. Yeah. So Annie like starts to worry about Eddie and and Dan's on speakerphone or something, and and he's like, yeah, it sounds like your body is just like it's unable to return to homeostasis. And I was like, yep, that's something a doctor would say. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's hey, you know, we're getting real medical. Yeah. Now stuff medically here, possible. But... Yeah. Without question, yeah. Brock. Uh, Dr. Dan Lewis discovers the symbiote uh, on examining Brock. This, there's a scene, my favorite scene in the movie is where he goes into the restaurant uh, and he jumps in the lobster tank yeah. and he starts munching on lob raw lobsters. Drake exposes Skirth to the remaining captive symbiote, killing both. This leaves the symbiote inside Brock as the only known surviving specimen. Uh, at this point in the movie, and you did text me, uh, this is a bit into the movie. This is like 40-ish minutes into the mm -hmm. movie, and we haven't seen Venom yet. We really haven't seen uh, much of anything. You literally were recording a thing to me when he talks for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and you were just and you just were in the middle of talking and were just like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. How oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, what is this? Oh, hello. What's going on? <laughs> Which very good, big fan, big <laughs> I, fan. Maybe of that. I, I don't. I started this podcast thinking I shouldn't listen to those recordings. Now I think you, I you should be four glasses deep into a cab sob every single time. Okay, uh, I mean I probably them. will, given our trajectory. You're gonna need it for Morbius. That <laughs> Drake sends mercenaries to retrieve the symbiote from Brock, but it manifests around his body as a monstrous creature that fights off the attackers. It later introduces itself to Brock as Venom and explains that the comet is searching for planets where the symbiotes can possess and devour the inhabitants. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. This Venom is from a different planet. Mm -hmm. 
why does he have a British accent? <laughs> why does he introduce himself so politely? Because he's voiced by Tom Hardy. That's because that's why. Because it's Tom Hardy in a booth going, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are a loser, Eddie. Yeah, that is I really mean, it's hilarious. Good. But like, if I get infected, like you didn't see me talking with a British accent when I had COVID. Uh, yeah, you actually did. Yeah, if you go back actually, and to the I podcast. Actually, <laughs> that's a total lie. I don't yeah, you were doing, you were my... doing, you were doing yeah. mad woman voices like yeah. <laughs> the whole time. So absolutely, yep, yeah. Yep, okay, my I stand corrected. There you go uh thoughts on bennett when he first shows up you know he, i mean you knew what he looked like i assume but yeah the um, cgi in this movie is very good yeah you know what i agree with you mm-hmm. I, you know why because i didn't even really think about the cgi and that's mm-hmm. when you know it's good that's insane um, like he's a giant fucking goo monster and yeah. you got to do that the whole Sounds movie. like my ex-wife <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh baby Oh, baby. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Eddie in the streets of Venom in the sheets. Say yay yay. Wow, I want that to be my husband. Um, Big tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what was your question? Oh, thoughts on Venom? Yeah. Great. I did think it was gonna be uh, the Riz Ahmed character. Like I thought it was gonna be the bad guy. Looked like that. Oh, okay. I guess I that didn't makes really it because put it together that it was. I think the assumption can be that when you look at something that looks like that, that that's it, going that's to be guy. the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right in ninety percent of the iterations of Venom, but this is Sony who can't who has the rights to Spider Man but can't make a Spider Man movie, so yeah. they're gonna make uh, Venom into an antihero kind of thing, and they got to do it with Morbius too, who is also Spider Man villain, and they're gonna do it with Craven the Hunter, who is another Spider Man villain who has a movie coming up. Another makes sense, baby. Okay. I like Venom too. It's a cool, it's like this movie, the movie starts here, you know? It's pretty yeah. fucking boring, you know, in the beginning. It is very like it's very surface level. It's really, really it's it is boring, but it's also like the the B and C light plots don't give it any kind of depth. It doesn't it doesn't have it's that like under- savory. It's under two hours, you know. Yeah, uh, can't do much are, there. As are the next two, like the the that we're gonna watch. They're 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 not meant to be these big long epics. They're just like, hey, there's a goo monster. He's gotta fight this other goo monster. And put him up. Put him does, up. You know, pretty good. But in, in between it, what do we get? But like Tom Hardy going fucking all out, <laughs> just like oh, a loser. I'm so fucking scared. Like when yeah. it's coming out of his back and like hovering around him and staring yeah. at him, and he's just like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? It's really good. Uh, really, really good stuff. Um. Wait, it's I have to a, watch the next Venom before we watch Morbius, right? Not necessarily. We, there's no uh, okay. relation, but we'll we'll make that choice okay. by the end of the podcast. Uh, Venom offers to uh, spare Brock if he helps the symbiotes achieve their goal. And Brock uh, comes to enjoy the superhuman attributes that the symbiote imbues him with. He goes, like, he's uh threatening dudes in the, like, there's that scene. I forget if this was at the end where he misses, with Mrs. Chen at the yeah. convenience store and he like he just fucking like tears the robber yeah. yeah yeah very he's cool. just like having a goofy fun time with it you know brain lungs pancreas so many snacks oh oh this is fun this is a yeah. fun movie <laughs> 
and kind of getting my vampire fix here, even though it's not Wesley Snipes. Bro, you're going to get your vampire fix when we watch Morbius the Living Vampire, baby. Wait, Morbius is a vampire? Morbius is a vampire, bro. I'm sure you've told me that before and I just totally forgot. Yo, Jared Leto plays a, uh, his the closest thing to him in real life in a movie, which is a soul-sucking monster. Um, 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 But we love Eddie Brock. La, la, I love Eddie Brock. Beep, beep, beep. Brock breaks into his old workplace to turn in evidence of Drake's crimes, but is surrounded by SWAT officers. Weighing sees him transform to escape and takes Brock to Lewis's office, where they explain that the symbiote is rotting Brock's internal organs. Now, uh, amazing. No. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what parasites and symbiotes do, you know? They... Yeah, I mean, like, rotting isn't really the word I'd use. Yeah, probably not. Because you'd probably die. Well, this no, like... because venom. Okay. Keep going. I don't know. Brock notes, oh, Jesus. Brock notes that the symbiote has two weaknesses high pitched noises and fire. Like dogs, like, same. Yeah, I, like me too. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like fire. Mm -mm. Uh, this is direct from the comics. Those are Venom's two weaknesses and the okay. symbiote's weaknesses in the comics. Uh, in Spider Man 3, Tobey Maguire defeats Venom by taking a bunch of pipes and banging them together. And then he gets like all upset. Just by playing Creed yeah. so loud <laughs> that the speakers blow up. Can they see that hero? That's Chad Kroger. Look at this That's crap. <laughs> I like how we said Creed and then we sang two Nickelback songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, although Venom claims to, uh, that the organ damage can be reversed, Wayne uses an MRI machine to separate him from Brock, whom Drake's men then capture. Uh, do you think this has any scientific... Yeah, an MRI machine has the ability to pull symbiotes from a person? I don't know. That's I mean, it certainly a has the... high-pitched sort of, you know... Yeah, I mean, I guess I would maybe just put a... a, a um what's the word i'd put a flag on why didn't we just use an ultrasound it's straight up in the name and mri is a magnetic resonance imagery so i think maybe people would follow better if it was an ultrasound i think you'd probably not get the scene of tom hardy uh, in going, the mri going, yeah. <laughs> that's probably why and they're not Which just gonna take him to a pregnancy <laughs> clinic for an ultrasound <laughs> Hey man, yeah, it's just him sitting on a table. Yeah, where well, they put the, the goop the, on, like the it's gonna be a little cold. Him. Yeah, he's just like, oh, don't worry, I'm used to goop. This guy could have <laughs> had a good scene. Uh, and then they just, <laughs> don't worry, I'm used to goop. But <laughs> meanwhile, the fourth symbiote, Riot. Riot is the name of this symbiote, uh, makes its way from Malaysia to San Francisco by hopping from body to body. It bonds with Drake, who agrees to take Riot in a Life Foundation space probe to collect the rest of the symbiotes and bring them to Earth. Now so nerdy. <laughs> also, like, a f almost a full hour 15 into this movie, we're like, and here is the villain plot. Yeah, here's the bad <laughs> like, part. Here is the bad happen? guy showing up, and it's just like, okay, here we go. Um, it, uh, Wang reluctantly bonds with Venom so they can free Brock. This is the scene we've been, oh, we've been waiting for. 
Eddie Brock stumbling through the woods and who comes along but sexy Venom. With boobs. With boobs. Venom with tits, baby. I love my TNA Venom. <laughs> Venom. Venom. Eminem, Mo, Venom, and Eminem, Mo, Door Hinge. You know the Eminem song? Yeah. Venom? Yep. They play it in the in the credits. They, they, yeah. Yes, they do. I, I like to see Iron Man getting a rap song. Not happening. Mm-mm. But you know who does? Venom! <laughs> Uh, when Brock and Venom are bonded again, the latter promises that it has been convinced to help protect the Earth from its kind through its interactions with Brock and a pair attempt to stop Riot and Drake with Wang's help. There's a really great line where Venom's like, on my planet, I was also a loser. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <great>. what? <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere. I wish there was, honestly, I wish there was more of that in here. But also, you forgot that there's a part where they kiss. Yes, you know, he, the, the, there is a, a Venom in him kiss. He kisses Venom when Venom is on uh, Michelle Williams and yeah. gets it back on him. And then that's, as far as I'm probably concerned. probably talk about that in therapy. Yeah, no, frankly. And is that cheating? Dan the doctor, how we feeling? I'm not a relationship therapist. I'm just a surgeon. Uh, they already broke up. Yeah. They were on a break. They would, they, Rock, no. What if Ross got the symbiote? <laughs> okay, how many 90s sitcoms can we reference? <laughs> uh, Venom damages the probe as it takes off, causing it to explode and kill both Riot and Drake. Uh, this is a big action sequence at the end, which I thought was pretty well yeah, put it was together. Cool. Yeah, and also Venom being like, oh, that's a big, I don't want to fight that guy. Like, was mm-hmm. that, does he like, you know? He's, yeah. He's scary. Uh, fun stuff, you know. It's a fun relationship. You build the fun relationship with Brock and uh, and Venom, and 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 then um. you want them to succeed. And, um, uh, after the incident, Brock returns to journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere you know. <laughs> hey, that's a plane in San Francisco. Uh, while Wayne believes Brock is no longer bonded to Venom after this, and that Venom also died in the explosion. However, the pair mm. remain secretly bonded and set out. To protect San Francisco by killing criminals. Wait, so when Eddie kisses Venom and they're in San Francisco, I'm like, okay. This is a queer-coded this film. Is a, this is a queer-coded film. This is absolutely, there's literally, I think there's a part of the um, uh, Wikipedia article that says, that is... Yep, Sim, uh, Simbrock shipping is a uh, is a uh, subset uh, where they talk about how Kate Gardner of the Mary Sue wondered if it was a queer coded story, hmm. uh, and there was a ton of fan art depicting Brock and Venom as a couple, you know, appearing on sites and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Uh, there's moments throughout the film that implied such a relationship. Uh, they they kiss. Uh, yeah, that wasn't far off base. Okay, it's pretty. It's like, yeah, I mean, you see a lot of this in like fan communities. There is a very big uh, Bucky Barnes, Steve Rogers, uh, uh, fan fiction community. But um, that's how uh, uh, that's how uh, Twilight started. Yes, as Bucky Barnes. (laughs) No, it's how America. uh, It's how Fifty Shades of Grey started. Oh yeah, was Twilight uh, fanfic. So no, I like mine better. Okay. 
but that yes this i would agree and they i don't want to get you too excited but they definitely double down on it in the sequel they're absolutely like there there is blatant queer you know references uh in venom 2 that, oh like, okay venom, i wasn't venom sure if you were queer. talking about like the next um captain america movie no it, talking about venom. okay cool uh anyways uh back to venom anyways venom. Uh, then in a mid-credits scene, Brock is invited to interview incarcerated serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who promises carnage when he escapes. Cletus Cassidy, played by none other than Woody Harrelson. With hair like? Sideshow Bob. He looks like fucking Sideshow Bob. That's four <laughs> 90s sitcoms. Let's go! Right in there. Now turn around and bend over. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, okay, all in all, didn't hate it, didn't love it. I'm digging that it brought something kind of new with uh, the C like the CGI was good. It's mm -hmm. it, it was pretty like refreshing because I I think it can get a little old just watching Marvel movies over and over and over uh -huh. again. Yeah. Someone tell her that this is a podcast about Marvel movies. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, I didn't hate it. Yeah, no, I I enjoy this movie i enjoy venom 2 uh i i wouldn't go out on a limb and, and call it like great or like or like even fun. even up there with some of the best mcu movies but it, it has a very real charm to it and mm -hmm. it's because in large part due to tom hardy's performance and yeah it chugs along nicely it's nothing to really write home about and it's nothing really to complain about it's just a movie you know what about okay so what's up with the next one like, what's the vibe? There are people like, yes, another Venom movie's coming out. Or people are pretty hyped. I mean, it, it did well it came out at last the box year. office. Yes, it came out last wow. year. I saw okay. it in theaters with uh, Jared Hall, and I saw <laughs> this movie in theaters. Um, it was. Uh, I like it. It's the same kind of thing. It's okay. like a. Sh it's less than two hours. It's got pretty good CGI. It's goofy in the right places, and um, yeah, I, 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 I anticipate you feeling similarly as okay. you did to this one i got i mean and there's a ton of comic book issues with it and like fan issues with it but for the most part i'm i brush those aside these are goofy fun movies and cool we weren't gonna get them otherwise you know spider-man's in the mcu so great yeah well i look forward to it fantastic so do you want to do venom 2 next or do you want to do morbius next uh uh is morbius a tv show no morbius is a movie is a less than two hour movie starring jared leto as Morbius. Let's do Morbius because I wanted Morbius. vampires. Morbius is on is streaming on Netflix, so cool. uh, we we can very easily see that. Uh, Morbius, I want. Here's what I want. Here's my request to you upon watching Morbius, uh, if you will. I need you to record yourself uh, during the two mid credits sequences. Okay. Because they, I don't even know what to say about it. It's, okay. it's like, what? Uh, so very much uh, looking forward to that okay. <laughs> more than anything, more than Beas. Morbius starring Jared Leto, uh, Matt Smith. Um, I don't know any of the other actors in it. Uh, no, Al, Al Madrigal and Tyrese play cops in it. Uh, streaming on Netflix, technically, in the MCU because it's technically in the Venomverse. Maisie. Cool. What do you want to say to the people? This is a very short episode. Good good for us. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Bye. anyone listening? Oh. <laughs> Is anyone listening? I miss you. I miss you too. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624. And Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. See you next week.